My name is Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Hey, bloggers. It's the beginning of a holiday week here in the United States. So uh, I'm excited to talk to you today about personas, and I'll be with you the next couple days, but I'm going to be taking off on Thursday for uh, our Thanksgiving. We're actually heading out to go snowboarding. So I hope you are spending some time with family as well. So today, again, I want to talk about personas, and it's something that I talk about quite often because I think it's so instrumental to growing your business. And today in our Facebook group, I noticed a comment from one of our members where she said that in 2024, her goal is to really treat um, all of the content that she creates and all of the actions she she does, all the things that go on her to-do list, um, to think about it more from a revenue model instead of kind of what feels good today, kind of willy-nilly. And I'm so proud to hear that that's what she's doing. And if that's you, if you're thinking, okay, it's time for me to get serious about my blogging business to really start thinking about how to make money, uh, then I want you to consider attacking that um, that idea from the perspective of personas. So let's talk again about, first of all, about what they are. And, you know, I don't, be, I'll be real honest, I don't know if this is the right word. It's just the word that I've been using to describe what we've been doing for I don't know, maybe eight years now, maybe maybe longer. I think of a persona as kind of a, a representation of a segment of my target audience. So for my Atlanta blog, my target audience is pretty much people who live in Georgia and who like to, you know, go out and do stuff. That's that's essentially what the target market is. But there are different kinds of things that they like to do, and there are different groups of people who like to do them, and all those things matter when it comes to sharing articles. So for example, I have some people who are looking for kind of romantic and date night-ish ideas, and other people who look for outdoor adventures, some people who are just looking for you know the, the best events and festivals and things going on. A lot of people have kids. And so they're looking for things like that. There's, you know, Florida is probably the biggest drive market when it comes to travel. So we have a whole group of people who are just looking for, you know, how to get to Florida, what to do when they get there. So those are the segments of my target audience. If you think of like an umbrella, then the target audience is the umbrella. And then each of the segments would fall underneath there. So I would recommend if this is a new concept to you that you really start with you know, five, give or take, as a beginning place. When we first started, it was with eight, and that was probably a little more than we, c- we should have started with. Now we have 12, but only because we have a system to how we manage them. But what you'll look for are, um, when it comes to segmenting your audiences, you know, what are the characteristics that are similar or different between the people who come to your blog? What are their behaviors? What are their needs? What are their, what are their pain points? What are their goals? All of those are things you need to consider as you're defining your personas. And 
when you do that, they'll help you understand your customers even better and tailor your marketing strategies and your content to really meet those needs and preferences of those those people coming to visit. So what I did is uh, I sat down and thought, okay, where are all the places in my business that we use personas? And I thought that I would share that with you today. So the idea of personas um, was created initially uh, because of lead magnets for on, on our sites. That's kind of where I came up with the idea. I was like, we need to, um, you know, people who are looking for where to take their kids to an indoor playground are a lot different than people who are looking, uh, you know, find a romantic restaurant. And I really needed the lead magnets to reflect that. So that's the first place we started was with lead magnets or opt-ins, you know, what we're offering somebody for free in exchange for their email address. And then as we um, moved to Drip as our email tool, which is the best email tool on the planet, uh, we had the ability to to build browse abandonment um, into our site. And so we use personas to do that. And I know not everybody has Drip or is willing to move to Drip and you want to leverage this concept. Um, so you, what you might do is start uh, by putting together different nurture sequences um, based on the persona. So those those emails that follow the lead magnet, those can be persona-based. Then we started looking at our affiliate partnerships and really driving um, the, the affiliates that we pursued and the people who who came and talked to us, you know, the, the ones that we decided to work with were really based on those personas as well. And then once you realize how powerful they are and you begin to see how it's not it's not just a marketing ploy, but it's really a, a fantastic way to actually answer the needs of your audience, then you'll begin to morph like we did into creating content specifically for those personas. So if you start with lead magnets, for example, what you'll do is take all of your content on your site and you'll say, okay, well, which persona does this align with? But then as time goes on, you're creating new content, you'll begin to say, okay, well, which persona do I need to craft a new article for? And if you uh, if you work that way, then you always have people, real people, important people in mind as you're creating your content. And then just what stems from that is products. So I've told you a hundred times here that we uh, are building a Georgia State Parks travel journal. um, And that product perfectly aligns with our largest persona, which is outdoor adventure. And it it was uh, it was a no brainer on my part, simply because we really understood our customer segments, our personas. And oh gosh, the next thing is not an area that I do well, but I'm 2024 is a a new year. I I vowed to make a difference in social media in 2024. And uh, what we're going to be practicing, the plan we're putting in place is to share information on social based on, you guessed it, personas. And then the last place that uh, I want to share with you today is not the last thing we did, but um, what came to mind is that 
our brand packages, our B2B packages really align with the personas also. And that makes them easier to sell because you can really um, share with the brand who you're targeting, what their pain points are, and how um, you can help with their solution. So if their solution is a good one, then it's a no-brainer fit. And, you know, if it's not a good one, well, you shouldn't have been selling it, you know, in the first place. So it's either makes sense um, to not move forward or it's, you know, a no-brainer to go ahead and work together to solve that pain point for your audience. So those are the ways that I'm using persona uh, personas in my business, and I'm constantly looking for other ways to do that too. Oh, you know what? I just thought of right now as I'm as I'm talking to you. It wasn't even on my list, but we um, we focus on personas on our uh, newsletter editorial calendar too. So um, I'm not um, hard and fast, black and white when it comes to this, but I try really hard as I'm putting the. Uh, editorial calendar together to rotate through my personas. So if there's, you know, a couple in their late 20s who don't have any kids who are on my newsletter list, they might get a newsletter a couple times a year that has, you know, what to do with kids. But I'm going to make sure they get enough of the other things um, that they don't leave, that they feel like it's still a place for them. And we do that by rotating through, by making sure we do multiple personas in one newsletter. So we have two slots and there's always two personas represented uh, and uh, rotating through those personas throughout the year mindfully. Okay, so that's the next one. Oh gosh, who knows uh, Who knows how many more things there are. But if you are looking to get serious about your business, if you are looking to put your readers first um, to make smart business decisions, then I encourage you to begin thinking seriously about personas. You've got a couple weeks left before 2024 to get that in place and make a big difference next year. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.